Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For example, I have watched uh, Christian films on my streams before, and I would like to say emphatically that I do that specifically uh, because unlike everyone else, I'm built differently. I'm not doing what they're doing. That they, they have been terribly naughty and I'm different uh, because I was providing criticism and commentary. Uh, it was enlightening, uh, and everyone who watched it uh, said it changed their lives for the better. So no one, no one should ever uh, think that this was anything other than fair dealing in Canada and fair use in the United States. I've... I've said my part. Have you heard of the anarcho-communist podcast Sea of Thieves? Could be an interesting casual Friday discussion. Sea of Thieves, nuts fit in your mouth. seriousness have you heard of the anarcho communist oh yes we have a new sound clip for the sound thing oh hi everybody welcome uh to a little lesson on dimkas or dmcas as they are called i'm going to guide you through this process explain to you a little bit why the gordo meta was a meta that was doomed to fail eventually uh as we probably knew but uh was still an impressive one for how long it ran and uh what it means for the future I was right, and you know what? It's okay. I did not get a legitimate DMCA strike from the copyright owner for watching MasterChef, old seasons of MasterChef. It was someone else portraying themselves as the copyright old holder that absolutely fucking did that to, you know, get Twitch to throw me, uh, throw a DMCA strike my way. Now, there's been a lot of metas. We've had some glorious ones, right? Uh, there's the hot tub meta, which I'm not entirely sure why the neckbeards didn't like the hot tub meta. I mean, they get everything they want that we all want, honestly. I mean, who doesn't want to see a bunch of beautiful people, half nude, in hot tubs, swimming around on bananas? I, I don't understand where the problem comes in. I'm sorry. Anyways, uh, there was there was that meta. There was the Gamba meta, which I took a lot more problem with, just because, you know, there's a lot of uh, younger people who use this platform, and people were, like, they weren't even putting the, the mature content only in some of these Gamba streams. And there's so many Gamba streams now. People just betting endless amounts of cryptocurrency and they're so addictive and you watch them and then you're like wow uh, it really feels like i have an opportunity to win and there's a promo code in the top right corner well maybe that's how anyways gamba and then there was the 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 asmr um farting streams they didn't last as long but they were they were real they were real that's for sure anyways now we have a new uh meta or, or sorry yeah a new meta and it's uh the the meta uh, the Gordo meta. People were just watching Gordon Ramsay uh, on their streams uh, and just playing uh, Top Chef as well, uh, playing uh, Hell's Kitchen, uh, watching the episodes. Highly addictive, highly addictive reality television. Uh, and no one was getting copyright strikes for it. Now, fair use, if you didn't understand or know about fair use. Well, actually, you know what? I'll save that for a couple seconds. Let's, we'll do this in order. First, we have a message from Haas. Uh, Haas says, Solidarity, Pokimane. I'm a huge fan. I will also be back then. People like us are too powerful for this world. Completely unfair ban as a result of bias. I don't know what it was for, but you were 100% in the right no matter what. My queen. 
Uh, so uh, this was, I thought, an interesting uh, intro to this issue that we could start uh, with this. Uh, here we go. Uh, dudes need to get in on that hot tub meta. Uh, Lilate, I'm just going to say, honestly, dudes need to get in that hot tub meta. They were, okay? Uh, I was watching quite a few of the meta uh, channels as we were uh, trying to explore them for science purposes. And, uh, of course, we watched the very popular ones, of course, you know, the, the very large uh, booba metas uh, of that nature. But then uh, we found some gentlemen who were also doing the meta. Now, men were uh, getting a little bit more, I would say, comedic than they were getting erotic. A lot of them would, uh, you know, put whipping cream upon their nipples uh, with cherries. Uh, there would be that. Uh, the names would still be written on the flesh. Uh, as was uh, something you could subscribe for or uh, donate for uh, in large amounts, you know. Uh, VTubers got in on it, that is true. The VTubers did get in on the meta. Yes, there was there was VTubers. I mean, it still is. The, the, the Hot Tub channel is not gone. Uh, if you would like to explore that later, not now. Don't 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 turn away from the surfs, okay? Don't worry, I'll get I'll, I'll give you what you need. So this is the uh, Digital Millennium Copyright Act notification guidelines. We hear you. Copyright law is complex. Whether you're a creator uh, receiving a copyright notification or a rights holder seeking to submit one, we hope these guidelines uh, guidelines help you clarify your rights and obligations, as well as explain Twitch's policies for complying with the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, commonly known as DIMCA or the DMCA, or other copyright laws around the world. As with all legal matters, consider consulting a legal professional to obtain specific guidance or answer questions on what is copyright law or how it applies to a particular situation, what options you have if your content is targeted in a notification, and related issues. We encourage you to do so before taking any action that might impact your rights. This guide isn't legal advice and shouldn't be taken as such. By the way, lawyers are fucking expensive. I would know. I have hired lawyers uh, twice or three times, I think, in uh, my career uh, as uh, being in entertainment. Uh, and uh, they are very expensive. Expo- expensive. Not expensive. Expensive. But uh, my pronunciation is expensive. Um, either way... They're, they're pricey. Not everyone has access to them. And uh, the idea that you need a lawyer in order to navigate this is going to be pretty difficult. Um, but it is... Uh, okay, so this is similar. Uh, the DMCA and similar laws worldwide establish param- uh, parameters for services like Twitch, which transmit the host user-generated content to address claims if the content infringes on someone's copywritten work. When rights holders or those who act on their behalf believe copywritten work has been included in the user-generated content on services such as Twitch, without their permission, they can submit a notification of a claimed infringement to the service uh, to have the allegedly infringing material removed from the website. The DMCA uh, has similar laws that allow individuals who receive certain types of notifications and dispute claims for alleged infringement counter notification. So Twitch's role is basically going to accept the DMCA strikes, use them to uh, apply towards, uh, you know, uh, protecting copyright uh, copyright laws, setting the requirements for what is included in notifications, counter notifications, consistent with the requirements for the DMCA and similar laws, keeping track of notifications directly to account holders, counter notifications from account holders, and any court orders regarding these disputes, and adopting and reasonably implementing a policy that requires termination in appropriate circumstances of account holders who repeatedly engage in the copyright infringement on Twitch. Now, here's what I can tell you from my experience on the YouTubes. Uh, This is not uh, legal advice. Please consult a uh, lawyer if you need that. But the way uh, copyright works on YouTube is that if you are going to play or use copyright clips, say you're reviewing a film, for example, and you want to show some footage of the Marvel's Avengers, uh, in both the US and in Canada and in parts of Europe, you have the complete ability to do so without infringing on the copyright holder's content as long as it falls under fair use. Fair use is one of the terms that is uh, called in uh, the US of A, and in Canada it's called fair dealing. So the fair dealing laws in Canada and the US work similar but independent ways. Uh, In Canada, for example, 
example, um, there's a number of things that you could do that qualify you for having fair dealingness and you have a fair deal to use copyright material. Uh, if you are doing satire or parody, for example, you do not need permission. You can call yourself blockbusters to make a sketch that takes place in the blockbusters even though you don't own the rights to blockbusters. Uh, but uh, they include if you are doing criticism, uh, if you're doing reporting on them for news, stuff of this nature. The clips that you use or the music that you use has to be related to what you are talking about. So I can't be talking to you now about copyright and then all of a sudden on screen here I'll show you an example cocaine is a hell of a drug <laughs> that doesn't count that see I've infringed on copyright there because I, I wasn't actually speaking about the Dave Chappelle show at that time and making a, a comment or a criticism I am now so now I'm trying to cover my tracks now now I'm backtracking I'm trying, to, I'm trying to be like, holy shit, that's kind of fucked up that that happened. But now I'm, I'm, it was always purpose. It was with purpose to demonstrate copyright law by using the clip of the Chappelle show, specifically in that instance, uh, to illustrate that. The one in which uh, we have uh, Rick James talking about uh, cocaine being a hell of a drug. Uh, so there's, there's that. Um, but that's, that's, that's how it works, okay? That's different than me now just broadcasting a TV show, say, or a movie, or uh, Airbender, right? Uh, that, that's what uh, Pokimane was uh, was uh, caught for. Um, you don't have a right to just broadcast uh, a film. You do have a right to make criticisms and commentary of a film. In order to do so, it's probably best practice because this is something that is obviously eventually going to be settled in court if it goes that far. It's not something where you just have like protection by very nature. You can't be just like, fair use. I have fair use. I call fair use. I am criticizing this. Like that alone is not going to be enough. Uh, you have to be selective in what you're showing. So if I was like, I'm going to talk to you all right now about why The Dark Knight is really poo-poo pee-pee. And all of you are like, no, Lance, The Dark Knight's the best movie ever. Flame War canceled, blah, blah. 1984, Greg Orwin. Um, even if all that went down, right? At the end of the day, I would have to show you clips to justify my argument, to ground my axioms, to be like, I actually know what the fuck I'm talking about. Check this out. Here's why. I'm going to prove it. I guess that brings us to Hassan and Pokemon. Now, I was of the mind, I, I, I thought that all the super huge streamers actually had permission already from copyright holders. I, I, I guess I was a little naive in that, but I figured they're all so big and famous and they have like stadiums of human beings watching them wrong. that people would be falling over themselves to get them to promote their material. Because ultimately, I'm going to tell you this, copyright is really fucked up. Copyright infringement and the idea that we somehow need to use that exclusively in the realm of art so people can't uh, have their ideas stolen from them. And then you've got a company like Walt Disney that continues to expand and stretch the length of copyright because they never want to give up their precious fucking properties at all times it must be valued the mouse is law as they slowly buy up every other fucking franchise soon disney will have everything well it will get all of our media from disney okay they've already got marvel you know they've got the simpsons they're coming for all of us okay they've got national geographic it doesn't make any sense why does disney need national geographic but they have it they're gonna have it all eventually but anyways hey you wouldn't screenshot an NFT. I agree, Comrade Kool-Aid. You wouldn't do that. Why would you do that? Why would you Why would you do that? Farquad67, happy one year. I appreciate that. appreciate you. But hey, my point in all this ultimately being, though, I want you all to be safe, okay? I want you all not to be getting huge lawsuits or threatens of lawsuits from giant companies. So please understand, if you are trying to uh, claim fair dealing, 
push back against the huge corporation. I have won against Sony, the fucking Goliath that is Sony Pictures, who are trying to take down a, a video that I made on uh, uh, the Facebook, the social network, the movie. And I and I did a whole bunch of like, here's what they got right, here's what they got wrong, I'm going to illustrate it, and then I got a copyright strike on it, and they made me take it down, and then I fought that, and they fought my rebuttal, because they still thought that they could probably walk all over someone like me, and I knew for a fact that this was fair use. So I, I pushed back a second time. Uh, I, I very strongly worded language. I was like, "This is a false claim. I will not pursue legal action if you if you withdraw it." However, this falls well within the grounds of fair dealing in Canada. Um, fair dealing is defined under Canadian law as the following. Then you actually you know take the actual things. This is clearly an example of this. It is done so because it illustrates that it is used to this. Uh, just because you do not agree with my commentary of your film does not give you the right to do an uh, like a, a copyright strike on the the video itself you know shit like that um you know i'm probably making it sound way more like cool and gangster than it really was uh but ultimately i i did win okay so i'll get my claps for that hold on mission complete yeah yeah all right let's check this out Hasanabi YouTube channel. You get a Hasanabi YouTube channel. Everybody gets a Hasanabi YouTube channel. Okay, so if the strikes are going specifically on Hassan's YouTube, uh, just this is an actual olive branch. Uh, if anyone who is a big fan of Hassan's is watching this, uh, you can get them if you want uh, to state if the editors who are making uh, the reaction videos to him commenting on gordon ramsay's shows if it's edited down so it's just like a series of clips because what it really comes down to when it comes to fair use is this the keyword is transformative so are you transforming the original purpose of the copyright holder uh have you transformed their work into something new so that you are not infringing on their ability to make money off their copywritten material and you are somehow stealing money from them by using their copyright material and what people would get from that experience. So if you have a video that is, say, Star Wars, and then you have a video that is, like, uh, Star Porns or whatever, and yours is just about, like, you know, really wild sexual shit going on, that is not something that they can technically claim copyright on because you are transforming, you are, you are transforming the original intended purpose of the copywritten material. And in this case, you suddenly have something that George Lucas would consider bizarre and grotesque, but it's transformed it enough that no reasonable jury, sorry, not jury, but no reasonable uh, court of law would look upon that and be like, well, this was your original intent with Star Wars. This is what you claimed that you were going to make money off. If you simply, though, took Star Wars and you changed it into black and white, and then you re-released it as Star Wars, you are, by definition, still trying to take money or make money off the original copyright holder's intended uh, purpose with that film. You've just done a slight tweak to it. Do you see the difference? One is transformative. One transforms the entire purpose of the originals, and the second one is just fucking you putting a black and white filter on a copyright movie. So the second one is not in any way protected. You would get ripped up for that. So again, if all he's doing is a whole bunch of clips, then... Um, on YouTube, he might be protected. That being said, I don't think you're protected to stream in any way, shape, or form a TV show. Like you can't just you can't just sit back while the TV show's running, and then every now and then, you know, while it's playing, be like, and after ten minutes, be like, 
Whoa, crazy. Not that I'm saying this is what any of these people have been doing. I know everyone is doing the, the meta, the TV meta. That's not what I'm saying to do. But I'm saying if you go for, like, that's that's enough. If you go, like, five or six minutes without talking, that's enough for a copyright holder to justifiably be like, yes, this person at this moment is infringing upon my work because they are taking money away from something and, and my ability to do so as well by simply playing my content. Right? If it stops and then you're like, this is exactly why Gordon Ramsay was exploiting his workers and is a horrible boss and blah, blah, blah. And like, do you see this exact specific scene? That's that's different. Then, then you were providing a commentary or criticism and transforming the original content. I, I, yeah, I keep going back and forth on this. But. What's going on, everyone? Jeremy What's going on? The quartering. And I was excited. Twitch is on fire as <laughs> apparently. <laughs> on fire. Hell yeah, on Twitch. That platform doesn't have even. Why? Why? Why do the neckbeards hate Pokemane? I don't know enough. I, I I don't even know how to pronounce. Is that is it Pokemane or or is it like Pokemon or is it Pokemane? I, I'm not entirely sure. But anyways, I I don't know why they hate her specifically because I've seen videos and it's just like it, the best I can gather is it's like because it's kind of like incelly shit a bit um, because she's a lib because she's a lady. I think it's just because she's a woman is the only thing I can see. She's like it's it's pronounced exactly it's like Pokemon. Oh, okay, so what 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 is the deal? Because like it seems very. I would say what they would consider apolitical. It doesn't seem like she she doesn't really go after the things they're very concerned about. Her name is a pun on Pokemon because her name is E Imain, which sounds like Iman. Oh, Iman from Pokemon. Okay. When she's a successful woman, so the worst. Uh they hate her because she can't deal she can't deal with feelings for women because she's a woman and attractive. Okay. Well, <laughs> the bar is pretty low. There's there's a lot of women in the world and there's a lot of attractive women in the world. I mean, come on, is it is it just by definition? It's like oh, and well, maybe add and successful to it too. The most basic understanding of fair use. Now, I do sympathize with uh, everybody so who creates content, whether it's YouTube or on Twitch, in terms of dealing with DMCA um, trolls. Essentially, it's a real thing, and you know whether you're on Twitch and I dislike you, or you're on YouTube and I dislike you or like you or whatever. Neither platform has a really good system in place for DMCA. The difference between the two platforms is YouTube tells us ahead of time when we're streaming copyrighted content because they have systems in place. They've invested the money. Uh, and over the years, YouTubers kind of just learn because after you get that first DMCA strike or maybe that second one, you know, the third one will cost you your entire channel. Twitch has invested zero dollars into DMCA. They've allowed their streamers to stream copyrighted music, copyrighted content for years, basically since its inception, and has remained relatively hands off. So when you have galaxy brain takes like people steal my content, so it's okay when I steal other people's content, I guess I'm not surprised. I don't think Hassan Abi is, is a particularly intelligent man, but he would probably <laughs> say nearly the exact same thing about me. So we disagree on that. But these galaxy brain takes are some of the most hilariously out of touch. Like, I don't know if he's actually just trolling, but also I do want to um, mention, if you know Twitch, you know why these people are so uh, incredulous, so like... Getting a DMCA strike for them is irrelevant. They don't care because Twitch isn't going to do anything to them. Hey, look, I'm not going to simp for Fox um, or Gordon <laughs> Ramsay or uh, Anime Studios. I don't care. You can do it. That doesn't mean I think you should or that you're right, but I'm not going to snitch on you. I'm not going <laughs> to... This has been like three minutes of him trying to quantify why he's such an amazing centrist. Like, I'm not going to take a position on anything, okay? Whether you like or do not like something. I think that he's dumb, but he also thinks that I am dumb. We would say that about each other. Like, okay, if I can get to the point. Let people, I'm not going to call Gordon Ramsay up and tell on you, but I do think it's it's an unnecessary risk at minimum. And when you see 
people like Pokimane uh, and Hassan, probably, I don't know the exact numbers, but let's just, I think it's safe to assume they're both in the top 10. You know, you're talking about hundreds of thousands of creators on Twitch. Hassan is. Uh, I don't think any women make, made it in the top 25, if I remember correctly. Maybe there was one. I think Asmarath was, was the only one who was like in the top... Oh, I can't remember. We should pull two top 10 no, creators. I can't pull up the numbers. That's what got me roasted last time. I will not pull up the numbers. That couldn't care less about stealing other people's content and profiting from it. And even and couldn't care less about getting copyright strikes. So why would they stop? Literally, why wouldn't Hassan just stream more MasterChef today? Why wouldn't he just pick another show? He already does this with Vice documentaries and everything else. So why would he stop? Okay, so here's one of the issues, all right? Uh, technically, technically, the footage of the video games itself, all right, is uh, their copyright. They technically have the copyright to that. However, video game companies don't enforce that. For the most part, Nintendo did for a while, or at least tried to, until it was getting so much pushback, and everyone was like, why are you doing this? It doesn't make sense from a business perspective. The point being is that it sells their products as well. If you have massive streamers like Hassan or uh, Pokemon, and uh, the two of them are coming forward, and they're making videos where they play Zelda, and they have a ton of fun with it, then that is a really good free commercial for your video game. The other question comes into, and this is something that's been debated a bit, if you're the one manipulating the games, are the games themselves and the footage of the games the same? Are they allowed to be uh, copyright material? Could I make an entire movie out of me just manipulating Zelda using their engine and then turn that into a film and then like add scenes because people actually do that. That's where like that Halo series came from where people were using the in-game engine to create sketches uh, that eventually became uh, you know a full-blooded show out of that kind of stuff. Red versus Blue. Yeah, the, 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 the machinima um, sketch. But there was, there was a lot of copyright uh, discussion around then too. Technically, doesn't Microsoft own the rights to Halo? Doesn't Microsoft own the rights to the characters, the properties? This technically isn't really as transformative. It is in the sense that it's comedy. It's a sketch comedy, kind of like Spy vs. Spy, and it's being done with Halo characters, but it's still within the Halo universe, and it's kind of like if Halo ever did want to make a spin-off show where they had a similar cartoon, they could go down that road, so that could be infringing on the copyright a little bit. Should we let them have them have it? Should we not? So that's always kind of been this like you know ongoing debate, because it is like every single time there's a big case, if a bigger case occurs, that's sets more precedent, right? So this will be something that's considered more of the law of the land. Uh, Luna Menora, thank you very much for the Prime Gaming. Appreciate this. But anyways, so Twitch exists for streaming gameplay. Everyone is fine with it. Most copyright holders are fine with it in terms of video games now. There's not really an issue anymore. Nintendo doesn't do that shit as much anymore, like flaying people or, or even anymore at all, but I could be wrong on that. But applying that principle then to TV shows uh, and people just sitting back and watching TV shows. For example, I have watched uh, Christian films on my streams before and I would like to say emphatically that I do that specifically uh, because unlike everyone else, I'm built differently. I'm not doing what they're doing. That they, they have been terribly naughty and I'm different uh, because I was providing criticism and commentary. Uh, it was enlightening uh, and everyone who watched it uh, said it changed their lives for the better. So no one, no one should ever uh, think that this was anything other than fair dealing in Canada and fair use in the United States. I've I've said my part. I wouldn't. Hilarious, to say the least. So here Hassan is um, justifying his content theft by saying other people have Hassan channels. If there were channels that were just ripping my videos, and if there were another YouTuber that had somebody, you know, having somebody rip their videos and profit from it, I would have zero problem with them striking or uh, claiming the videos. So might as well just claim them. Let them do what they want. That's what so many of these things are. The quartering. Like a lot of these, they're just channels uploading highlights. They're, they're highlight videos. I've, I've, I've watched them. There's like some of them don't even edit. It'll just be like 20 minutes of a song. Some of them will be like two hours of a song. He lets them all exist. He doesn't copyright strike any of them.
Like every single one of these channels. Like this is he's a jobs creator, you see. Look at look at this. This is this is what you capitalists should be so happy about. This is like at least I I can't see all the sub numbers, but I think at least like four or five of these are enough to be a self-sustaining channel in and of itself. So he's I guess it's feeding families ultimately. Want to do once they're not making money doing it, uh, they're not going to continue doing it. I wouldn't have any problem. So he points out all these like Hassan Abi reaction channels. By the way, nearly all of them completely irrelevant. You know, oh here's one with a hundred thousand. <laughs> nearly every single one of them irrelevant. Oh, here's one with a hundred thousand subscribers. Verified. <laughs> <laughs> that's an issue but you have one with 10 subs <laughs> verified that's an issue no it's not because he lets them do it he said it on his show he's like if you want to go hey I've, I've also said this frequently but no one cares enough about me to make like you know uh self-sustaining surf channels but he said publicly multiple times all these people have a right to to do this they can they can go forward and up because ultimately it benefits him like when there's other clips of Hassan on the internet uh people watch it and if they come across it, like well that guy's that guy's pretty funny i like it or i hate this guy but i want to have sex with him like regardless of what it is then they will go to his channel and then when they check his channel they'll subscribe they'll uh they they might uh, send him some donos so the whole thing works in his favor ultimately i mean this does go to a broader issue of copyright i would say just my piece of advice to any single streamer is to not do the streaming uh of television shows like television shows historically uh like will copyright with a lot more ferocity than any video game company is uh, for like using their footage or something uh it's 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 something that like you definitely run a risk if you are a streamer and you start just playing a tv show or a movie or anything like that but i'm just telling you that for your protection if you want to have a broader discussion about copyright like in this sense hassan is saying hey like, should I copyright strike every one of these channels that makes a ton of, like, you know, uh, gets a ton of views from me uh, and, like, uh, makes money in some cases? Uh, one of them is a checkmark, um, and they've just, like, you know, been a channel that's grown from my clips alone. I don't do that. That is that is fine. That is good. So you are, you are uh, publicly waiving the copyright on doing that. But at the same time, Gordon Ramsay and uh, his studio, the owners of MasterChef, have not. Uh, I don't, what is it, is it ABC? It's like some massive company. So yeah, you do run a risk unless you get permission. Because like the thing is, Hassan is definitely famous enough to be one of the first people to to be able to do this legally. Like if he, I'm sure, did a Twitter at, uh, at the studio or did a couple Twitter ads, like they're already talking to Gordon Ramsay. If he was like, uh, yeah, can you hit up like your studio and let me stream you, uh, your show for free? Because by doing that, it advertises you, it advertises the show, it advertises, like that could be a completely separate thing. You know, no more John Oliver. Everyone was running a risk. Every everyone was, you know, you have much less of a risk if it's just a YouTube only content producer because they're also not attached to a major studio. If you play an Abigail Thorne video, I doubt she's going to, uh, you know, do a copyright strike uh, on you. If you do a Harry uh, or sorry, an H Bomber guy video, I doubt he's going to do a copyright strike on you. Uh, if you play any of the uh, YouTube.com slash the surf TV's many fine documentaries on a variety of topics that could, you know, help you out. Again, that's YouTube.com slash the surf TV. Uh, if you haven't already, go check it out and hit that subscribe button. Uh, if you haven't gone there before, uh, guess what? You'll never get a DMCA strike from me, ever. I will I will never, ever uh, do a copyright strike on you for streaming any of the fine content, again, at youtube.com slash the surf CV. You, you, have, you have the ability to go there, okay? Subscribers, one with Use 30, it, stream one with 40, it, one with rip zero, it, copyright it. Um, uh, no, don't copyright um, it. Oh, like last one, don't copyright it. But yeah, rip it, uh, upload it, I, I don't care, go have fun. Also, he also lists his yeah, own Yeah, QB, that sounds like a great channel. Here's his own official channel. Okay, so... 
Uh, and I'm assuming Hassan Abi 2 is also your own channel. So you put your own <laughs> channels in there. And based, based on what? What are you assuming that on? Based on, is it the, the picture? Because it's got two heads? <laughs> is that? In some weird <laughs> attempt, but whatever. He says, please don't steal my content, guys. That'd be so terrible. Definitely don't up upload my entire VODs on YouTube. That would be so horrible. Now, this is a, again, this is appealing towards the level of intellect that I, I would assume he thinks his, I think his followers are much smarter than this. I assume people just watch him to laugh at him. Um, but he must assume that they're all complete morons because this is obviously a false equivalency just because, or his point is, well, people steal my content. I'm, I'm just going to say this, by the way, the uh, streamer to streamer shit. Like, yes, uh, if someone, if you were playing, uh, you know, another streamer's content like I'm doing, specifically stopping in the middle of it to do uh, commentary, like I would I would genuinely fight that if someone was like, hey, by the way, you're infringing on my copyrighted material by reacting to my reaction or reacting to my to my video. I was like, well, am I just playing your video in its entirety, start to finish, not doing anything, sitting back and at the very end being like, I disagree or is it like I pause every single time that you say something that I'm like, I have to pause this. I mean, we're getting real meta right now. And so I should be able to steal MasterChef content. No, it's wrong when they do it. And I would side with you claiming all these videos if they're not transformative. And it's wrong when you do it. I don't understand. You know, like I get it. I get it. But like these people, they are in zero. The dude put his own channel on there. Of course he did. He doesn't. He's not really interested in, you know, the truth um, or really being convinced. <laughs> this isn't a get. He's just showing you, like, I'm sure he did whatever. He probably took that meme from someone who posted it on Reddit, first off. And secondly, uh, it's just someone who's gone to the YouTube and then added, uh, like, done a search for every single channel and then made a little collage out of them. This is what happens, by the way. Um, isn't review specifically protected against copyright claims? Yes, it is. It absolutely is. Uh, criticism, commentary, as long as, again, it's transformative. This is the thing. Someone, especially in America, fuck, you can sue people for a variety of reasons, right? And you can even do it yourself. You don't need to hire a lawyer. You could just do it uh, if you go to the court and, and file the papers and all that kind of stuff. But ultimately, just because you're sued for something doesn't mean it's going to win a victory in court. It's going to come down in most cases to what your judge is going to say or think based on a whole bunch of, uh, you know, the previous uh, cases uh, that have taken precedent that has been formed, uh, how close, but they're going to look at a variety of things. If they take your video, and they look at it, and it's like, okay, in this video, we have uh, Pokemon, and she's watching Airbender, uh, and she's pausing, like, every couple minutes at the most, and at every pause, she's doing it to criticize what she's seen. She has uh, uh, something she's trying to say, and she's transforming the original copyright holder's work by making it a negative review of it. She has a specific reason why she's watching this exact scene, why she's discussing this thing. Then you're building a very strong case for yourself. So ultimately, then if it went to a judge, maybe he would believe you. But if it is just you're streaming an episode to watch an episode on your stream and you're like sitting back or, or even like they might have much. They probably actually most definitely will have much higher powered lawyers than you who at a certain point will watch this. And again, this is not legal advice. None of this is legal advice. I'm not a lawyer. I do not have any legal expertise. Go, cons go consult one if you're worried about this. They will pick it apart and find that moment where it's like, hey, you spoke for about five. Uh, so you watch for about like five minutes straight. Didn't comment or criticize, didn't make a sound. Or, or you got up and you left your chair and you walked off and then you came back, right? And that whole time the episode was just playing, like, case closed, right there. That's the copyright holder's material. You're just playing it. You're just streaming it at that point on, on your video, you know? Uh, it's, it's it's the same thing like when I do that. Uh, and I've done that for YouTube videos. I mean, I'm, I'm running a risk in that if the YouTube content creator really wanted to, they could say that Lance is just broadcasting uh, one of my videos right now. Even though I'm like, well, go please support them and promote them. That doesn't change anything. When you think you're really smart because you have a lot of Twitter followers and, and your idea of winning an argument is ratioing them. Um, ratioing somebody is uh, another logical fallacy was ad populum or whatever. Uh, so you get more tweets, but what eventually you start kind of buying your own BS and you start tweeting stuff like that. Oh, thanks, Or like this.
Video games are a great example of this. Technically, all the games we play on stream are still subject to copyright laws, but the industry recognizes the influence and benefit of streamers playing their games. That's why there's it's super rare for a publisher to pursue copyright. He is making the comparison of a proven business model of streamers playing your game leading directly to sales of your game to him watching MasterChef episodes. Let me, I know, like, again, Hassan thinks his viewers aren't very intelligent, but I will explain. No, this is what Hassan actually believes. I think Hutch is closer to the truth there. There's precedent with gaming content. Publishers encourage streamers to play their games, sometimes even paying them. The opposite precedent exists with movies, TV shows, and music. They will 100% go after the streamers, uh, user content, and the platforms that host them. Yeah. Like, again, it, it's come down to, if I was trying to give people advice in how to stay safe, I would say absolutely, without question, it is a pretty open and shut case if you are just playing copywritten TV shows uh, on your stream uh, and without the purpose of commentary, criticism, or transformation. It's just like, uh, just to do that then oh shit a whole bunch of sounds randomly gonna play my my things action up again but anyways yeah you'll you'll probably get a, a copyright strike it was it's always been whether or not they wanted to enforce this that's 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 been the case because there wasn't a discussion behind the scenes and i really thought like bigger streamers had them uh because that's not established then yeah it really comes down to they all this time didn't want to enforce it but they had the right to do so and this to hassan whether or not you think that's right, whether or not you agree with any of that, whether or not you're like, I, I want to abolish all copyright, that's a separate discussion than whether or not, you know, if this went to a court of law, whether they would win. Again, my, my, my money would be on the, the, this, the companies. But he's used to talking in like Twitter owns. So this is how in either case, the capitalists win. Stream it, get clapped, and there's a crackdown. Capitalist wins. Don't stream it, don't get clapped, and capitalists eventually get around to cracking down. Capitalist wins. It's lose lose for all us, no matter what. Does XQC, Trainwex, and Hassan streaming MasterChef hasten, hasten this? Perhaps. But capitalists explaining under monetized markets is just what capitalists will do and continue to do, irrespective of Hassan, uh, XQC, and Trainwex. Oh yeah, of course. But that doesn't change the fact that I think that people like I want more uh, like left channels to survive on twitch because uh you know there's a whole bunch of like liberal channels that are exploding right now it's like it's a hard time out there for lefties so i i don't want lefties who may spend their mornings doing awesome shows and also want to have a fun segment which they should do right to get in trouble ultimately uh through a, a process that is going to get them dmca strikes i don't think you'll ever get that for trailers uh you know trailers that's a different story that's like you playing advertisement or playing selective like clips from something to be like hey i just want to illustrate a point and i'm going to show this point now by playing this clip and then this clip like that's that's kind of different but yes you you and we all did it and we all still do it like this it's it's a roll of the dice that every content creator is making all the time how his logic comes out because the video game companies with the RTV or whatever, most of the same thing, all right? And then you have, you know, this January 9th, shocked many of her supporters of her band was blocked off the stream site. In fact, she was firmly in Amazon's camp. The Twitch streamer said she wasn't surprised by her suspension and went on to admit that she doesn't think it's unfair either. Oh, yeah, they give you a paid weekend off. Ooh, big strict punishment. <laughs> Why do you hate her so much? I don't get it. Like, hold on. Let's let's check out the quarterings thumbnails. I wonder, I think he's done videos on her before. Oh, that's not bad. Oh, wait, did I spell it wrong? Oh, it's Pokemon. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. What, what are some of these? Epic fail. Pokemon banned from Twitch for stealing content, and Hassan drops Galaxy Brain defense. 40 Twitch streamers just arrested. Pokemon and XQC stream dangerously begging for DMC strikes. Please, please strike us. Epic backfire Pokemon blast capitalism while spending 100000 a year on Starbucks. How dare you be a hypocrite? 
uh, instant regret Pokemon forced to apologize over a stream title. Pokemon blasts female streamers for bringing Adpocalypse, putting Twitch feature in doubt. Pokemon torches Twitch streamers and train wrecks and XQC. And I am forced to agree with her. No. <laughs> no, I agree with the woman. <laughs> the worst possible outcome. <laughs> I mean, why would these people care? And again, I don't care. Steal your content, but don't act all surprised. You're streaming to 31,000 viewers copyrighted material from Nickelodeon. It's pronounced Pokimane? I was, that's how I was saying it. When I said Pokimane, everyone's like, no, it's actually pronounced Pokemon, like the, the show Pokemon. And then I was like, what? No. I, okay, fine. I, I, I'm not very familiar with her, her body of work, so I will say uh, Pokemon for you. But it's Pokimane. Oh, I was right the first time. Pokimane. Oh, I was right. Oh, man. Why, why did you let that go? All the chat was like, oh, I guess so. Yeah, that sounds right. Oh, man, chat, you were supposed to be my hive mind. I depended on you. And I, I'm also just trying to pass off blame to someone else, which is just so easy to do these days. And Netflix. Nickelodeon and Netflix are both either a cable channel that you have to pay for or obviously the streaming service. And then you're collecting super chats and subscription revenue. I knew it was so Pokemon. You're monetizing it I should trust my heart. Their content. There's really no uh, uh, comparison between the two. Now, I think most of these people... No, they're directly comparable. They're both, like, you could make the argument that because the person is also generating the content, because how you gameplay, you are actually generating content at the same time rather than simply uh, being passive and watching something and observing. That's an argument you can make. You could also make the argument that the companies themselves have come forward and for the most part been completely fine with it because, yes, it promotes their material to have people playing their video games on a streaming platform and turn that into videos. Sure. Um, but that's that's different than saying that, like, you know, that's never happened before. Nintendo used to be really bad about that. Oh, I was going to check if there was any weird things in his ear. I think most of these people know. You can see DJ Wheat. Okay, this guy is the head of... Yeah, but DJ Wheat doesn't work for Twitch anymore, doesn't he? I thought he retired. Or is he still the head? Twitch oh. community, all right? Writing, lots of people are getting on XQC for continuing to stream content he doesn't own, but maybe it's time we start putting out just how worthless his own management team must be to let it happen. Let's remove the agency from <laughs> XQC. You know, the guy's a multimillionaire, uh, grown adult. <laughs> yeah. Let's remove his agency and blame his handlers. Um, <laughs> even if his management was just wanting to make money off of him, you would think they see this as... It was supposed to be pronounced Pokemon, but it's been messed up for so long that she accepted Pokemane. Oh, wow. Oh, that's pretty wild. So everyone is both wrong and right. It's one of those wonderful days. We're all collectively wrong and we're all collectively correct. Yeah. Uh, putting it at risk. So they don't care and they aren't even greedy enough. To it's Mon, I think. It's because the real name is Iman and it's pronounced Iman. So Pokemon. Well, that would just be like the original. Oh, man, I sound like Hillary Clinton. I got I to gotta, I gotta Pokemon to the polls. Say, what the heck are they? What are they actually doing for him? A real management company would stop putting, put a stop to anything that could jeopardize their client's career and ability to make money. Anything less and you'd be under bad management. By the way, having a manager is dumb anyway. You should hire somebody who you trust like I did and let them work your deals. Um, these management companies do literally nothing. <laughs> and you okay. know, on top of that, uh, another Thanks. former uh, Twitch employee uh, blasted Pokimane, which is hilarious. Now, this is also the woman that claimed to know for a fact uh, that why uh, Dr. Disrespect was banned. But there was another former... Uh, Twitch employee. Yet another reason we hate her. Who's basically said, hey, Pokemon owns a management company. What is she thinking? The fact of the matter is they don't care the because there's no real punishment. And go ahead and make your money. But don't act surprised when you get struck or you end up blowing up your whole career because you're too lazy to do the bare minimum amount of work, like reading other people's articles. I hope you enjoyed this video. We'll talk to you again real soon. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> you don't really do anything transformative to the original authors. You do show their entire articles sometimes on your uh, on your stream. Thank you for the content, Lance. Hey, thank you, I Itrahan twelve for the subscription. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I like that self report at the end. That's kind of that's kind of fun, quartering man. Massive backlash for Hassan Piker after Twitch leaks huge salary, stream competitor, and the source code. Of course, we're not mad at the source code. We're mad at Pokimane. How dare she be a woman? And be correct. Gordon Ramsay is the most popular thing on Twitch right now. And I'm being dead serious about that. Huge MasterChef watch parties have become the norm, but has gotten the world's biggest streaming personalities arguing about the legality of the latest streaming meta. So are we headed for another DMCA catastrophe? No. I think I think the situation has kind of solved itself, to be honest. You get one major copyright strike from a big like uh, copyright account holder, and you have to be as huge as both uh, Pokimane and uh, Hassan are. Then, yeah, I think most people now are probably going to be like, okay, I'm gonna not going to roll the dice with stuff that airs both on television and the internet. I'll probably just stick with stuff that airs on the internet, and maybe show a couple clips every now and then. And uh, you know, if I have to transform a couple things, who cares, right? All right, y'all, before we get into the video, I got to remind you, as always, hit the like button, the subscribe button, and to ring the notification is watching cooking shows. In recent years, React-style content and watch parties have been big on Twitch. It used to be a way for them to fill in a content gap or to do something while they're waiting to get into a game. Well, for some streamers, it's gone to the point where they'll just go weeks doing that, like just watching and reacting, with XQC being one of the king React Andes. For me... Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I thought XQC had the legal rights to do this. I always did. Like I, I, maybe I should have expressed that more. I never said it out loud, but I always, I was like, uh, they've got to have some kind of a deal that goes on behind the scenes. You know, they've got to. No, it's a no. That's a team leader right there. When you come in, let him know so I can and yes, right now, MasterChef featuring our favorite loud man, Gordon Ramsay, is the most popular show to watch on Twitch. Seriously, over the last few months, XQC has been peaking at like over 100,000 viewers just watching Gordon Ramsay. And that makes sense. A lot of Gordon Ramsay's shows are free and on YouTube, and he's mega popular. Personally, I am partial to Hell's Kitchen, but to each their own. Where's the lamb sauce? Come on, man. I just need a... Where's the lamb sauce? But you see, not only is this going to fall within the uh, definite definition of fair use, because not only she talked about the show that has a copyright, she's now showing an example of the show that has a copyright, but she's doing one of the most important things you need to do, which is also citing the source in the bottom left corner there, who holds the original copyright. So you can make a documentary, and your documentary can have footage from copyright uh, material, but every single time you have to either source it uh, at the time or in the credits at the very end. Now the big questions are one, how did we get here? And two, how did our boys lead to controversy? Um, it looks Winston like Trainwreck started to do this a while back, about two years ago. And from there, it grew in popularity. More streamers jumped onto the MasterChef bandwagon and viewers ate it up. But just because it's become popular doesn't mean everyone is super gung-ho about it. Ludwig, who recently moved to stream from Twitch to YouTube, put out a video called React Streamers Have Gone Too Far, where he talked about his feelings that people are walking on thin ice, legally speaking. I think this is a, a problem that's gonna bite not just the people who are doing this is asses, but it's gonna bite everyone's ass on Twitch if people don't chill a little bit. Because like Twitch is the wild, wild west where there is basically no live content ID system. Whatever you're doing live usually has to be manually reviewed and then stopped if it's copywritten or even if it's against terms of service. And Twitch... It's not wrong in some ways. Because like, yeah, if you go on YouTube, if you play a clip from like uh, a late night show, you can get copyright strike instantaneously. 
like if you're streaming on YouTube and all of a sudden uh, you play like Jimmy Fallon, like a, like even like a, a two minutes of it, your whole stream can suddenly stop and it's like uh, copyright detected, copyright material detected instantaneously. Which will never proactively take down something that is copyrighted unless they are told by the copyright holder. So as long as you watch it live and delete the bot, usually you're fine to like listen to in Taylor Swift's new album or watch Home Alone. Like you could probably get away with it. But a lot of the people who are watching straight up movies and TV shows on Twitch aren't even deleting the bot. They're getting a little too complacent. They're getting a little too risky. And I think the outcome isn't just these people getting fucking slaps on the wrist. It could be way, way more catastrophic. Like the guy on YouTube who got 150 videos removed because they had Dragon Ball in the title or in the content. And that could happen. Well, yeah, I, I would be more worried about them implementing uh, like an automatic copyright detection system for the Twitch network the same way that YouTube has one. Because the YouTube one is like, it is aggressive and it is very accurate. And I have no doubt that Twitch wouldn't have the ability to implement one on their own networks that would be just as aggressive. But that could hurt their bottom line. Now, all this isn't a new phenomenon, but Ludwig thinks we have gotten to a point where it is dangerous for streamers. And he would know, considering that he got recently hit with two DMCA strikes in his YouTube streaming career so far. In the video, Ludwig names XQC, Myth, and Disguised Toast as some of the streamers who are at the forefront of the trend. Never one to shy away from things. XQC was quick to react to Ludwig. I've come across so many people streaming movies like Avengers Endgame. See, that's like you are dealing with one of the biggest and angriest copyright holding companies ever which is again disney like they're they're like the behemoth they're the ones that are continuously expanding the length of copyright in order to keep the mouse protected hey by the way now's a good time to mention winnie the pooh public domain that's right every single one of you could release a winnie the pooh book tomorrow or a cartoon or whatever you want and uh yeah uh, you can you can sell it enjoy you, you can make a full-on winnie the pooh adventure it is now in the public domain so uh so enjoy enjoy yeah, Comrade Winnie the Pooh. We now have Comrade Winnie the Pooh. Let's see, is there already there's probably got to be like 10 of those. <laughs> None that look really good. There's a lot of Xi Jinping ones. There's one that's exceptionally racist. Not going to show that one. All right. Here's here's this, I guess. This as as like scuffed as this one is. That's as close as it gets before I'm like, yikes. Can't show this. Uh, can't show this on stream. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the least offensive one <laughs> so so there you go there's comrade poo <laughs> because the biggest creator xqc the guys guys, don't try, guys, don't try, guys this is this my critique i think he's just small he's just small because he swapped car and that car ran out of gas real fucking fast dude look at look at said not in this car and got banned three times in the span of three days okay R guys guys this is a very rookie move this is a very rookie take from from the wig um nothing course correct okay here here on the internet especially with anonymity and especially on twitch things explode we do not correct we explode it we've known this for the longest time okay <laughs> what are you talking about Okay, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to side with Ludwig on this one because the alternative seems like utter gibberish right now. Like, are you an accelerationist? XQC? Like, just like, no, we do not slow down. We press forward. We add fucking biodiesel to the engine, and we explode, motherfuckers. This is nitrous. Twitch does not slow down for any reason. We've known this since the beginning. But Ludwig isn't alone in his opinion. Shroud is another streamer who is worried what might happen if the MasterChef meta continues to toe the line of legality. No, I, I actually am worried about that. I'm worried about people that do watch that and get too comfortable because it, it is a matter of time for sure. Yeah. Eventually, the strikes will happen. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. To do that. So, uh, some people concerned, some people are just what, putting it down, and then some what people like, uh, catch Chiara. Kind of want Sierra? To watch the world burn. Yeah. They're watching TV. Thank you so much for subscribing. I got to compete with that. It's, it's. I don't even know what's going to happen. I hope, I truly mean this. I really do mean this. I hope all of them get DMCA'd and get f***ed. I want that to happen. I really do. I want YouTube itself. You can't even watch YouTube videos on stream outside of, I don't know, like this game trailer, for example. I actually do want that. 
can't even watch Daily Dose. That'd be great. I would love to see, now that would probably decimate Twitch and everyone, including me, would lose views overall. But I do want to see the world burn. The next obvious question <laughs> is, is this something streamers I do and fans should burn. be worried about? Well, okay, yeah, no, I'd, I'd rather just not see the implementation of some kind of like, you know, um, algorithmically based uh, scanning service to check for again uh, and take down instant copyright material the way YouTube has it. I would rather that. I don't need to see the fucking <laughs> every streamer lose their compensation and way of providing for themselves. Every streamer must be destroyed. It's the only way. The closest comparison we have to all of this are the music DMCA takedowns of 2020, or as I like to- If you cite it while you stream on Twitch, is that copyright compliant? Again, this is just a matter of it coming down to, and this is not legal advice, but it coming down to what would a judge think that's like that's honestly whenever i've spoken to a lawyer that's it's like it, it comes down to how exactly are you going to portray your case are you just playing master chef and sitting there the way xqc was and and while you're sitting there every now and then i'd be like whoa whoa oh no way cool and, and then that's like an hour's worth of content that has huge amounts of views. And yeah, you've done nothing transformative there. Like there's there's very little difference between the ability for the original MasterChef versus what you have created in order to like, you know, profit off that product. They're very they're similar products. One just has someone in the corner making sounds every now and then. Ah, oh, like that's that's just a variation on it. Are you about to now talk and give a thesis on MasterChef? Are you like, everybody, I'd now like to present to you all with my personal vision of why I think MasterChef is actually uh, a representation of Kurosawa's uh, Seven Samurai and how they actually line up perfectly. I'm now going to make this case before you. Uh, here we go. I'm, I'm going to selectively show you a handful of clips that I've taken from MasterChef episodes, and then each one is going to illustrate my point further. Here we go. Here's clip one. And now I'm going to explain why this clip is relevant to my thesis. Those You can understand why these two things are completely separate, right? The second and when you show the clips you have the copyright on them everyone fine that technically would be a stronger case you could go before a judge with that whole thing and be like okay well what i was doing here is i was creating live before an audience i was giving a presentation which is my thesis on master chef and again why it is a complete allegory to uh, kurosawa 77 blah, blah 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 right you do that whole thing that would be a much stronger case he would look at this and be like okay this is specifically a separate product this is a different you have transformed the original copyright holder into an essay into a documentary into a conversation about why this thing is a, an allegory for this thing that is totally different than why someone watches or wants to watch master chef the same audience who might be uh, gravitating towards buying a season of master chef are not going to suddenly uh, not do that specifically because you have released a documentary that's that's where the uh the the difference between the two comes in uh amenzor subscribe for the prime gaming thank you very much but again if you were just watching a full film or, or, or a full tv show and, a, and not barely stopping it or barely doing anything not even talking about it like going for even five minutes at a time with nothing you're not at that point you're you're if it goes back and forth between this is transformative this is not this is transformative this is not that this is not wins right like that 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 okay then you have you have infringed on someone's copyright Call it the DMCA Doomsday. Basically, the music industry got real mad about copyrighted music being played on stream and went to town with claims. As PC Gamer put it, in 2020, the music industry attacked Twitch in a letter claiming it, quote, continues to turn a blind eye to the same users violating the law while pocketing the proceeds of massive unlicensed uses of recorded music. After largely ignoring Twitch for years, the music industry started sending thousands of DMCA takedowns for copyright violations. So Twitch reacted dramatically. In October, it forced streamers to delete thousands of old VODs with no good tools to determine which files were problematic. As of late, it seems like Twitch and the NMPA have come to an agreement, which is nice. According to Twitch, the agreement 
basically comes down to a team reviewing reports and Twitch offering a warning or penalty, depending on the specific case of the streamer and their history, and moving clips and bots that have unauthorized music. So people don't have to do this anymore. Audio jungle. As we know, these DMCA strikes can mean the end of a channel. One strike isn't the end of the world, but it could result in a ban. However, if you get three strikes or a pinfall, as I like to call it, that could spell out a lot of trouble. It doesn't mean you get banned forever right away, but you'll become something known as a repeat infringer. According to Twitch themselves, and buckle up for this one, quote, we will terminate an account holder's access to the Twitch service if that user is determined by Twitch to be a repeat infringer of copyrighted works on the service. Under our policy, a user will be considered a repeat infringer if- By the way, just bear in mind, these- protections or policies the the t- the terms of service it always gives more strength and power to people who have more followers more views more subs always in, in like it's it's a much bigger deal for them to lose a hassan uh, or an xqc than it is to lose like you know 10,000 uh five view randies they accrue three copyright strikes. Furthermore, we may, in appropriate cases and at our sole discretion, limit access. To- Remember when Metallica got uh, DMCA'd for playing their own music? That was so incredible. That was that was like that was poetic, honestly, because it was like it was a Metallica concert and it sounded so horrible. Uh, because it was just like what meaty music for like Dungeons and Dragons or something, and it was the same motherfuckers who were the original people raising a stink about this during the like the early Napster days, being like, oh, you know, you're really making it hard on all of us billionaires, uh, you know, on our jets, and even though we can still play concerts, it's really destroying our way of life, you know. Uh, you thought I was the one making those noises? No, no, that was that was the thing. Metallica DMCA live. Yeah, here it is. You aren't going to believe this. Read this tweet. Skill Up says right now the official tweet. Hell yeah. Fuck yes. (laughs) I love the chat on this, by the way. What the hell is going on? This is the future. This is sad. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Nice drums. <laughs> no. It's still funny. I still find it funny. To the Twitch service and slash or terminate the accounts of any users who blatantly and egregiously yeah, infringe Lars. the intellectual property rights of others Good whether job, or not the infringement has occurred. So obviously Twitch has the means and the history of issuing strikes under the DMCA, but so far they really only used it for music. XQC has been happily watching Master Chef while others are terrified of a copyrighted song appearing on their stream. It's like why we have- so this is uh, this was, I guess, the pre-Hassan days. Uh, so that has happened now. Again, this is going to come down case by case, event by event, when when it takes place, it takes place, when someone does it, they do it, and all of a sudden, that's going to be when the copyright strike happens. If you want to protect yourselves, again, my best piece of advice is not to stream full versions of copyright uh, television material, copyright uh, film material, uh, because yes, the, the case is incredibly strong for them, that you are infringing upon their copyright material, and the, the argument of fair use or fair dealing is not going to be nearly as strong if you have entire sections of your stream, A, like you're, if you're not deleting files and then B, if you have entire sections of your stream where you're not even doing any criticism or commentary, where you're either just sitting there watching the TV show and enjoying it for what it is, or like even leaving the screen and like going off and there's just a chair and, and the thing, like boom, that again, that, that, that would be like a case closed for like, yes, they were just streaming and infringing upon my copyright. And then the amount of money that would be determined would be based on how much uh, they think that you've effectively taken from them. Um, 
the thing is, uh, Pokemon was watching Avatar: The Last Airbender, which is owned by Viacom. Like these clowns are pushing it further and further every time. Um, yeah, like don't I? I just wouldn't do that if I was a streamer uh, at this point. Um, and I know that we've all done it, myself included. Uh, there's a number of uh, TV shows. Like I'm never gonna stop using specific clips from movies especially when i talk about them because i love talking about movies uh and if i'm like hey i i I loved uh this scene for this reason and here's why boom clip stop clip stop clip you know kind of stuff like that i still think is not really uh that uh dangerous as long as you are specifically doing it for fair use criticism commentary satire parody uh even educational purposes but with an, an extra certain amount of grounds right but again just plain mainstream tv because like master chef nothing gets more mainstream than that right uh just playing that on your stream yeah i mean i guess it was a matter of time before they came for you so you've just been listening to an episode of the surf times and if you enjoy it and want to see the surf times you can go to wearesurfs.com or watch the live shows at thesurfs.tv and also everywhere social media is sold basically thesurfs.tv you'll find us there twitter.com slash thesurfstv for example It would also help us out tremendously if you could leave a good review of this podcast if you enjoyed it, either on, I don't know, iTunes or wherever you're podcasting. Apparently it does help, and yeah, we hope to see you soon. To our gods, Xander Corvus and Peyton L. Just, we beseech thee to smite down our enemies. To our monarch, Tom Spiker, we are but your humble court jesters, here to amuse you. To our lords, Trevor R., we give thanks for this spit of land for us to eke out this meager existence. To our knights, Merid, Cheryl Alvarez, Ruby Kelly, Ellie Leslie, Alex P., Brandon, Words Greenwood, Nate, That One Guy, Hagbird Celine, Matthew Scarborough, Stellar Vision, Ariane McCarthy, Daniel Sutton, Coulter Smith, Val 9000, Jenna Tall, Quiet185, Anna Loves Riley, Omni, Riley and Anna, Poodlehawk, The Tim Caucus, Multimondi, Trevor Yanis, Lemmy101, Anthropophojack, Seren42, Catherine, Radical Maniac, Ramona Costa, Nkosin, Violent Orchard, Sophie Baby, Political Puppy, Andreas Chiringuito, Zach Christensen, Josh Mickelson, Todd Buckingham, and Todd Lajeunesse. We raise our flag in a veil, and we salute you, our friends.